are we talking about this week? We just went over this. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. All right. I'm not doing this anymore. Did you quit? I've, no, I just don't want to give people things. I want to keep all the things for myself. Hello and welcome to the Swingdom. My name is Ben Ridner. I'm here with Gunnar Kane. I'm a 10.4 handicap. I play Cobra clubs with some Clevelands, as you found out last week, because we did a what's in the bag. Gunnar plays some Cobras and some Titleist irons. And he's an eight handicap who used to be a three handicap who claims he shot a 66. How are you doing, Gunnar? I'm fantastic. And uh, the 66 is true. So I'm not appreciating the doubtful tone in your voice there, Ben. I wasn't doubting you. I was just not believing you. That's, that's, there's a difference. I wasn't like, hmm, maybe this isn't true. I was like, this is definitely not true. It's not that it sounds fishy, It that it sounds like a straight-up lie. Yeah, because every time I, I played with you. you, you struggle to break 80. That's BS. Well, no, that's not, that's not <laughs> BS. Um, well, so what do you think of our new intro? Uh, the intro... Fantastic! It was good, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we didn't actually we haven't we haven't made it yet, but yeah, we'll we'll hear it soon. <laughs> That's inside. Did you just make me a liar? Well, you already lied about your score. <laughs> That's not true. I, I'll send you the scorecard. Oh, okay. yeah, because nobody else in the world might have a pencil. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Swingdom, guys. It is episode five. Congratulations to you, Gunner. I can't believe it's finally happened. What's that? You've reached a thousand followers on the Instagram. We've both reached a thousand followers on the Instagram. I know, but you did Go all the work. I just, I just showed all my friends and said I'm pretty cool. Oh. A thousand followers. That's right. This is exciting. This means that people uh, care to see what we do. Yeah, uh, and are excited to listen to us. This is big. Yeah, this is big. This is kind of cool. We we think this is such a big deal. We're doing a giveaway. Yes, we we're gonna do a mystery box giveaway. That's right. Because we don't know what we're gonna give away yet. Mostly. Right? Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. I don't know what I'm, I'm I might just give away a gift card to, to someplace. But um, it's going to be in a box and it'll be gonna, a mystery. It'll be in a much bigger box than it needs to be in. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's the point of a mystery box. I might send somebody an empty box of Pro V1s filled with a gift card that won't be able to buy Pro V1s. There you go. This is going to be good. So we're going to put up the rules for the... So we are going to put the rules for the giveaway on our website, theswingdompodcast.com. You can go there, look up all the rules. We're going to do a random drawing in two weeks' time. Should we do two weeks or one week? Um, let's do two weeks. All right, two weeks' time. In order to be eligible for the random drawing... We would appreciate it if you could leave us a review, write us a review, 
and then DM us or email us either a screenshot of you leaving the review or the name of your your iTunes handle so that Mm -hmm. we can verify that you've left us a review on Apple's iTunes. That's right. Did that sound too, is that too convoluted? No, that's perfect. Okay, yeah. Leave us a review on iTunes. Send us confirmation of you leaving us a review. You will be entered in the drawing for Mystery Box. Mystery Box. I think you're right. I think I'm just going to like take stuff that's been lying around for a while. Yeah. Like I've got some Hugo Boss pants that I'll never fit into. Yeah. They might not fit you either, but hey, Hugo Boss pants. I'm not saying that they'll be in there. Because then that would be that would be ruining the mystery. But this is eligible to all people in the United States. Basically, anybody who is eligible to get mail from us, this contest is for you're you. El- you're el- yeah, this contest is for you. Yeah, this is perfect. All right, leave a review. Random draw, golf mystery box. Good. Oh, that Good. easy. That easy. Get some free stuff. Yep. So on to the news. Mm-hmm. Which we've I know we've had a couple of uh some expansively cranky phone calls over the last week about certain things. Um mm-hmm. the PGA has not changed its schedule yet. No, which we did we did put money on them changing their schedule four times per week. So we lost money on that. Yeah, I lost 17 cents. Oh. Mm-hmm. I can't take my wife out to dinner now. <laughs> the whores. The whores. Um, so I have a few questions, right? So they're slated mm-hmm. to go back at the end of June. Right. This is stuff that I, I did not discuss with Gunnar this week, but I wanted to, but I saved it for this because I want you guys to hear this as well. My first question is, how many players do you think will actually come back? That's a good question. I think... Do you think there's too much money on the line that they're all just going to come back? Well, I think you're going to see a good number of players who are in specific areas of the country or around the world who aren't comfortable yet traveling or going into large groups. And I think... Realistically, I think you're going to see a 75% return on players coming back. Do you think like players who are more comfortable, like Ricky Fowler or Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods, are just going to say, an extra couple hundred thousand isn't really going to affect me? Why risk even if I don't make the cut? I don't want to be around that many people. Right. And I think it's also going to be hard because, you know, as we've talked about before, this is going to affect the FedEx Cup standings. Yeah, uh, ability to play playoff events. Well, not um, only that, they announced a few days ago that they're backing. There, there, there is now a backup, a funnel, a backup funnel, whatever you want to pronounce it. Um, like nobody's moving up from the Corn Ferry into the PGA. Right. So nobody is moving from the mini tours into the Corn Ferry, and nobody from the PGA Tour this year. So next year is going to be like a super season. But if yeah. I was in the top 25 after the first, like, three months of Corn Ferry, I was feeling mm-hmm. good, I would I would not be thrilled about this. No, and I think that's fair. 
Um, it's I know, a, it, yeah, I know I the name if, changes a lot. Sorry, Gunner, I apologize. The name changes a lot, but the Corn Ferry Tour is like the it's like the triple A's of the PGA. You have to you have to win either three times in a row or be in the top twenty five in money at the end of the season in order to get moved up to the PGA Tour. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the minors. Yeah, I just wanted to explain that to people. To go, yeah. to go baseball. But to, my, the, um, to my dad, who's like, what's a corn fairy? You're welcome, yeah. dad. You're welcome. Yeah. Explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Actually, what I'd be interested to see is if there was, there was, almost, um, there was almost a supplemental um, promotion to the PGA Tour. Yeah. Like those who are finished in the top 25 as of right now. Yeah. Come back next year, back on the corn Ferry tour. And then um, let's say five tournaments in whoever's still in the top 25 gets bumped in from this season. And yeah. then at the end of next season, then it's right back to normal. So next year we might see a double promotion, which I think uh, would be a pretty good idea. I think what you should do, it's not a bad idea. But I think a better idea would be you take the bottom 25 of the PGA, you take the top 25 of the Corn Ferry, take 50 guys, and you put them into a, like a four-day Q school. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean that's how you used well, to have to get on the PGA a, Tour. You're starting a whole new – you'd have to almost start a whole new tour then, which is the, the, the worst of the best and the best of the worst. Yeah, no, but you just do it for a weekend. You do, or you do it for like a Monday through Thursday when nobody's watching golf anyway. Well, yeah, and that would be it. Would uh, be fun to like to you know you could get a bit more in their faces. Be like, you know, what is it going to take to come in the top half? Mm-hmm. In, invite like people from the college ranks. See if you can get it up to a hundred people. Yeah, like throw in some markers. We'll get into markers later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. Um. You know what I mean? Throw in, throw in some people who, you know, like give Freddie Couples an appearance fee. Well, I, I make yeah. John Daly show up. <laughs> I'd watch anything with John Daly in it. Yeah, see if see if some of like the European tour guys or the Challenge tour guys want to come over and do it. Like, see if you can get 125 guys and say, special circumstances, top 25 get their tour cards, which means you basically get to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well don't we'll do like a Q see. school for the Q school, but that's what, I mean, like the PGA tour didn't have the corn fairy, the web.com, whatever, you know, it didn't have the minor league. You had to go and play in qualifying. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have to see what, what happens. I think, I think everything's kind of on the table now. Yeah. I mean, they still, they their, still do it for the U S open and they do it down. for the British open. They do it for the U S open and the British open. That'd be, a, that'd be amazing if they did like, a four day qualifying event at the end of being like PGA tour cards, available qualifications in your area. <laughs> right. Although it would, it would be amazing for most people. I think, yeah. I think like it's it a $2,500 yeah, 2, to buy in and be like any handicap can show up. I think it would be hard for those players who have spent their whole lives trying to get to that point and then get shown up by some, <laughs> By some scratch golfer who never really cared that much. No, but I mean, that's the other side of it, right? It's like how many people can't afford to play the mini tours because there's no money in it. Right. Like I had a friend of mine, I had a friend of mine who was, 
he was a division one golfer mm-hmm. and he wanted to go pro. He finished college. He didn't make it directly. You know, and this happens in, in all sports. Like you end up putting out more money if you don't make it straight into the league or the yeah. association, the PGA of America. Like he was saying, it costs you $40,000 a year to, to try to play on the mini tours. It's a $1,500 yeah. or $2,500 fee, like tournament fee. And then you might win a cut of six grand. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean? The winner walks away with $2,500. So no, I would love to see. I mean, the, didn't the Eagles do this back in the day? Didn't, didn't they make a movie about it with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. They did open tryouts. Mm-hmm. Imagine well, if the PGA of, did open tryouts. Well, a lot of teams actually still do uh, across all the major sports. They still do open tryouts, especially for those, especially for those um, uh, positions that aren't necessarily sought after, like kickers and football. No quarterback, they don't do open positions. <laughs> but it's kind of like walking on to a college team of any yeah. sort. Yeah. And that my happens dad, my dad's too. always like, I'm going to go do that with the Knicks, with the New York Knicks basketball team. I'm going to go try out. It's like, <laughs> go, go for it. Let me know. I'll sit in the stands. I'll cheer you on. They could use all the help they can get. They can. They can. When this podcast goes big, I'm going to talk to Dolan about buying them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The Peyton, the Peyton uh, Brady, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tiger and Phil is official. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I'm super excited. Yeah, super excited to to watch golf that can be played with a few people. That could be super safe during these times mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, and see three of the greatest athletes to ever play sports. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see how much money they bring in briefcases and put in plastic cases on the first tee or something like that. That'll be interesting. Just walking around with those big. Yeah plexiglass boxes filled with cash yeah that's so weird yeah oh i'm sorry i I forgot i forgot the little i mean do you want to talk any more about that i forgot stuff for my my pga thing my pga coming Mm -mm. back now that's it we'll talk about it when it happens yeah sounds good so yeah so how many players from the pga refuse to play you think about 75 percent 75 percent yeah yeah i'm i yeah i think it's gonna be around there i think if it's also like if you live in texas are you gonna go like to florida for the florida swing however that works out like I think travel is right. going to be hard. Um, this is the big question: How many players get Corona before they officially shut it down? Oh, because um, you're talking about like how how many thousands of people are they talking about having there, even with a fanless venue? I, you know, Ben, I, I don't know because. This is what we saw with basketball. One player got yeah. it, and they shut the league back down. Could you yeah. imagine if the PGA was like, we preemptively shut this down, brought it back after months, then there was a resurgence of coronavirus, and then yeah. well, they've I'll got get, I mean, I'll get to that in a minute. Like, this is, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's sort of my thing. It's like, is it going to be one, three, five, or ten players get corona before they shut it down? They're going if, to – if it happens, if they if, – if somebody gets corona for – from traveling or being around people for these events, it's not going to be a good look. No, no, it's not. And then my other point was going to be that like 2016 Olympics, how many, how many golfers didn't go to the Olympics because of Zika? A lot. Yeah. 
you had a lot of the top players in the world who refused to go. Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth refused to go. Yeah. Like Matt Kuchar only got in third place because like four other people decided not to go. Right. I can't wait to get to Jordan Spieth here in a little bit. Oh, (laughs) so that's, yeah. I mean, that's, I just like, it's going to be a real bad look if like, cause it doesn't show up for two weeks. They're going to have a million tests. Two guys Mm -hmm. get Corona and they pass it to everybody. And they're sort of like, I mean, yeah, Goldbear got Corona on the Utah Jazz and they were like, boop, done, smashed, everybody out, go home. Beers are on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then my fourth part is is if there if there is a resurgence in September, mm-hmm. they just canceling the Masters for this year. They're just going to cancel the rest of the schedule. You know, I would because the I Masters would, is I would different. back that the Masters is different from the PGA. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've got, I've got, I've got some things we didn't cover last week. Mm-hmm. Rory on the Ryder Cup. Do we talk about Rory on the Ryder Cup? Yeah, I think Rory says he doesn't want to play it if there are no fans. Uh, is that fair to you? Is I think that... a, I think a lot of people are saying that. Um, it got turned around really quickly. Pat, Patrick Harrington came out this week and said that as much as it would be a shame not to have fans, too many people are invested in it not to happen. Right. Which just Although means you... money talks. You take somebody like Patrick Reed, though, who is Captain America for obvious reasons on the Ryder Cup. He's like the Ian Poulter of America. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's um, like Ian Poulter and Patrick Reed, they're best buddies when they're not playing. (laughs) Right. And they (laughs) probably, they, you know, Patrick Reed, well, Ian Poulter, too, they thrive off of the fan experience where Rory McIlroy doesn't really he I no. can't imagine Rory McIlroy needing fans to play. Yeah, did you did you watch you watched the last one, right? Yes. Where was that? Why do I It was in Paris, wasn't it? Mhm. Yeah. So No, was it 2016? The one where the one where Rory drains it and gets everybody going crazy. And then oh, Pat- and he was he was playing against Patrick Reed. Yeah, and Patrick Reed drains it and gives and tells everybody to shush or go crazier. I for, I for, I should have researched this a bit better. Yeah, that was that was 2016. That was 2016. As soon as Patrick Reed drains the putt, mm-hmm. if I was Rory, I would have been on the next tee box. Yeah. Instead, he waits at the side of the green and gives him a fist bump and is like, "Yeah, we're friends." As soon as he did that, I was like, he's he's gonna lose this. Right. Like Patrick Reed is like, I'm going to I'm go there's going to be a death somewhere near here. And Rory's like, it's okay, because we're gonna be friends at the end of this. And I was just like, Rory, you can't do that. Like you're not like you're six holes in or nine holes in. Like you've gotta have the you've gotta crush his spirit. <laughs> and I felt okay about that because it was Patrick Reed. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was 2016 at Hazeltine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did it again in 2018, but he was he was not winning. No. No. Um I've got my is there anything on your list? That's my news list. Yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about this uh um charity golf tournament that just there happened. There was a charity golf tournament. 
Yeah, there was a, um, we are covering our very first tournament with PGA players in it. Unfortunately. And Tony Romo. And Tony Romo. Unfortunately, I, I'm not a big fan of this one. So, um, you're not a fan of the Mocono. Merido. Merido celebrity endorsement challenge. No, it's, so it's called the, the Merido Samaritan Fund Invitational. Um, it is Wait, a charity what? event. Yeah. So it's a charity. The Merido Samaritan Fund Invitational. Samaritan Fund. Yeah. So um, Samaritan is a person who does nice things for other people. That's right. That and, is okay. Yeah. This was held in Texas. Um, I believe the golf course is Merido Golf Club. Um, it's, and in, it's in Dallas? I think so. Yeah. And this was to raise money for the caddies who work in the area um, and specifically at this golf club. I guess it's completely caddy run. Okay. Um, so it was a $250 entry fee. And they pulled in some big stars. Um, yeah. They they had a field of 72. Okay. And the Tony Romo was there. Mm-hmm, and 51 pros showed up to play in this. So I knew Victor Hovland was there. Are there any other recognizable pros? Yeah, Victor Hovland, um, Jordan Spieth, and Scotty Scheffler were in there. And Scotty Scheffler actually ends up winning the tournament. Yeah. Go figure. If you play against PGA pros, they're they're probably going to win. win. You know what Tony Romo shot? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> he did as good as I, this is, I'm like, this is my fault and I should apologize for this, but I never do. I love when good golfers shoot poorly. Cause I'm a mediocre golfer who never shoots like I, who shoots mediocrity. Yeah. But you shoot good sometimes for your skill level. Yeah, and when you get a Tony Romo who carded a six over on the final day, um, to give him twenty over on the whole tournament, still finished like thirty ninth or something, seventy ninth or thirty ninth, thirty ninth. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a positive handicap player. I bet he was so. wearing fresh Skechers. He probably was. Yeah, um, so comfortable. Yeah, Victor. So Victor Hovland, Skechers, uh, send us your money. <laughs> so Victor Hovland got third place. Yeah. Um and uh Spieth did or did not get a hole in one there. He didn't. All right, let's talk about this real quick. Let's sidebar on this on this hole in one. So for you listeners, let me just paint this picture. They are playing with um modified rules at this tournament, like um they've got the cups in upside down. Yeah, they've got they've got weird cups, all this, a cup guard on it. So Jordan Spieth hits it, hits the ball, hit it hits the cup guard and then goes into the water behind the green. So if we were like if if there was he's claiming that he would have dunked it. Yes. Which means that it doesn't bounce and roll in. He hits it, you know, it's a 153-yard par 3. He uh-huh. lands it in the cup. Yes. Which I would assume is the hardest of all the hole-in-ones. Oh, just to throw it in there? Fractionally. 
Yeah, because if you hit the flagstick at any you know point, like it could hit the lip. Like you've seen them where like they hit the lip sometimes and sort of bounce out and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so you know, yeah. I was I was thinking of a much better chance of like it landing ten yards out and rolling, but either way, a hole in one is still impossible. So you're not you're not on board with him claiming that it's a hole in one. No, I think you got to number one. You play the ball as it lies. Mm-hmm. Is it lying in the hole? Well, the, it's impossible to get into the hole. It's lying in the bottom of a pond. All right. So I'm on the opposite of this. If I was playing you for money, uh huh, would you let me have that as a hole in one? Well, yeah, I would. And I'll tell you why. Because it's impossible to get it in the hole. That's the whole point of this is. No, doesn't it like sit in like doesn't it just sit in the top inch of the hole? Physics will not allow you to get that ball into the hole. There's no way for it to sit. You also have a higher chance of it lipping out because there's not enough depth into the hole to get it in. So you're telling me that if it rolled on the top of the cup when you putted it and popped out because there's there's no way to keep it in there, then so you wouldn't this, count the putt? This, this happened, right? I was watching Rick Shields – and Peter mm-hmm. Finch, shout out to both those guys who have no idea who we are. They That's were right. playing, they were playing a match, and Peter Finch puts, I think it's like, I forget where they're playing. Um, but I think the video is like it, it's called uh it's called Rick Gets Real Angry or something. Um, and they're on the third hole, and Peter Finch puts it. The the hole is in upside down, so there's a about like an inch of space underneath and then the flag is in the hole is in the cup because the cup's upside down so peter finch puts it he he had puts a little bit too much pace on it it hits like the base of the flag stick you know where like it juts mm-hmm. out so it can like sit in the cup and bounces right. straight back out mm-hmm. and and they said nope no putt putt doesn't count you got to play it as it lies it's got to lie in the hole See, I just uh, I disagree with this. When you when you make physical adjustments to the to the standard structure of parts of the golf course, yeah, then you need to be able to have leeway on what you do and do not count as a hole. If you were to hit a ball, even with regular golf ha- happening and it falls into a sprinkler head, you get free relief from that because that is put there for course maintenance and not part of the golf course. So if you're going to stick something in the flag, on the flag or in the pin. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. The like when, when you're on, when you or your stance are on a sprinkler head, like you know it's there. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you could know that this ball would have stayed in the hole. Yeah, but there's there or that it wouldn't have. You know, we're going to no have way. to agree to disagree on this. Okay, but, we're, we're going to take a thousand golf balls and we're going to stand about ten yards away from the pin uh-huh. and see if we can throw a ball into the hole on a regular hole. No, yeah, on on or on a, on one of these. So is the cup in upside down? So there's like you bounce it off the cup and that counts as a stroke, or is there does it as there actually a hole? 
there's no hole to put the ball into. That's what I'm saying. And then what did it bounce off of? The cover. They covered the hole. With what? With just like a green thing? Something. I don't believe you. Well, you don't have to. I want to look. This You've up. got a whole lot of not believing. That's yeah. Today's today will be called. I'm not believing. Well, well, you're on one side of it. I'm on one side. I'm curious to see what the listeners think. We'll put something up on. Yeah. On uh, social media, and we'll we'll get we'll get some way in. We'll get some way in here. We'll put up a poll. How about that? It said a golf hole gadget in place mm-hmm. due to the Rona pandemic cost Jordan Spieth a hole in one on Thursday playing in a charity event at his home course, Merido golf club in Carlton Spieth saw his tee shot, hit the spacer placed inside the cup and bounce away into a water hazard. What does this spacer look like? Is it just like it's a, probably a hard thing? plastic? Um, they don't show what the spacer looks like. All right. I don't think it's, I don't count it. Um, you don't count it. I count it. I'm on Jordan Spieth's side on this ace, but that's not what I wanted to get to with this. I'm on Jordan Spieth's side for to... everything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just not this. Well, I'm def I'm definitely not on his side with with him being at this tournament. Let yeah. me let me just have the floor for three minutes. This was the dumbest thing that 51 pros could have done at a time like this with not having golf. You have so many pros out there begging people to stay inside. You have celebrities begging people to stay inside. You have athletes begging people to stay inside. Social distancing is important right now. And you're going to put 72 people together to, for what, 20 grand? So are you, are you saying that the golf course is not a safe place? Or are you saying this is just a bad look? I'm saying, A, it's a bad look. Yeah. B, it, no, it's not a safe place when you have 72 people out there playing golf, mm-hmm. not to mention all the, all the showrunners, all the course maintenance people. This is the, this is the exact they thing we're talking about. I don't know. Like There's Greller there? They're, they're very limited on the information that they're giving out about the people who were there. Yeah, because I know like Spieth, a court like – via the PGA was not supposed to be there. And so he played in a non-professional capacity. Like he right. was just a, like, that's the information they're giving out is like, he wasn't supposed to be there, but he went there anyway. So instead of actually playing in the tournament, he just played as a marker in the tournament, which means that he, his score doesn't count towards anything. He just goes out and plays just as a player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not on board with it. I and and this is going to sound a little wishy-washy on my part. I understand yeah. that because I'm on board with the the match two, the one uh, with Tiger yeah, Woods, with Tiger, yeah. Bill and Peyton and Tom Brady. But that's four people. That's not seventy-two people getting together to go play. Golf. But I'm also like, I'm just not a believer that sports is going to come back as quickly as people think. No, me neither. Like, I just don't like as much as it pains me because we started a golf podcast. There's no actual golf to be talked about today. is just mm-hmm. Ben not believing anything, especially like 
like I said, the only the, the thing that I think they have, we have the most is going to be the Masters. And what is the ma- the Masters is only sixty players. Mm-hmm. So like you've got the ma- no is it the top sixty then amateurs and stuff like that. So I think it's like eighty or ninety players total. I don't um, think there's that many amateurs in the Masters. There's usually five. Mm-hmm. And then you've got people who've won before. So I think that's another like ten of those. Oh yeah. So maybe like 75, maybe mm-hmm. 80. Um, the thing that makes me the most upset about this Merido golf tournament, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a bit fired up here, Go ahead. is that they only raised $20,000. Yeah. Like, we don't know when caddies are coming back. Like, this golf course probably has, I don't know, how many caddies does a golf course normally have? I, I really couldn't tell you. More or less. Let's just let's just say there are 20. Mm-hmm. That means these guys are going to be out of work for months, and you've raised a thousand dollars for them. Yeah. Now I'm saying it's nice to raise money for people, but if I put on a golf tournament with 72 of my friends, uh-huh. I would hope that we would raise twenty thousand dollars. Right. When well, you got that, Tony Romo, oh sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I'm actually going to I'm going to poke the bear here on this that I did a little bit of of uh, that stuff you call math. Yeah. And 70 with a buy-in of $250. Yeah. Times 72 is $18,000. So they only raised aside from entry fees yeah, like nine more grand. Yeah, You're talking yeah. about people like Jordan Spieth who have millions of dollars. Well, this is what I'm like. Of, this is what I'm gonna get to. I know Adam Schefter. He donated that extra nine grand from his winnings. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. Oh, I said Adam Scheffler. So, yeah, Scotty Scheffler. Adam Scheffler probably. Broke <laughs> Adam Scheffler is probably. The, he's probably skipped the NFL draft this year. And went there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so he donated the rest of it. Do you know how much, like, so the thing that really makes me mad is that, I can't even, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a nice way to phrase this. It makes me so angry. Why why don't you think about, think about a nice way to say it. If your buy-in was eight, it was a total of $18,000 and the winner got a check for $9,000, that means 50% um, over 50% or exactly 50% of your buy-in. So this is why it's a thing called math. Yeah. 50% of the total buy-in went to the winner. So yeah. what, what was the donation percentage? 3%? No, it would have been, been 50%, right? Yeah, but to, to, to cover the cost of the tournament. Oh, yeah. No, more I have, money. Yeah, I have no idea. This is, so this is the thing that like Tony Romo just signed a contract with CBS. Uh huh. Did you look this up? Yeah, it's stupid. He's making seventeen million dollars a year, and I was like, "Oh, like seventeen million dollars a year, fifty-two weeks in the year." Like, it, you know, he could be making more money. And then I remembered he's an NFL commentator. Mm-hmm. He comments on the NFL. How many weeks a year do you have to work for the NFL? Not a whole lot. Seventeen. If you're not doing any of the playoff games, if you're not doing the Super Bowl, if CBS doesn't have the Super Bowl, you're probably doing two or three playoff games. 
Mm-hmm. Right? So he's making $17 million for 19 weeks. He's making a, a let's just say he's making a million dollars a week. I know that math is not correct. He's making a million dollars a week. After endorsements, he's definitely making that money. And you're telling this, me that he only put up $250 to the caddies whole, he probably knows by name at his home golf course. This was a waste of time. Yes. And it put a lot of people at risk during a pandemic. And it was it was and they didn't even raise that much money. I don't I'm I'm with you on the risk stuff, but the thing that really irks me is you've got You've got Tony Romo worth uh, making $100 million in the next five years. You've got Jordan Spieth, who's made around $100 million in the last seven years. And they come up with 20 grand. Victor Hovland won a million dollars this year. Yeah. Look, you know what? I'm going to, here's a hot take for you. That's, I mean, here's a hot take. Do I, is it just shame? Shame. Here's a list of pros who have adamantly said, stay inside. Okay. Tiger Woods. Yes. Brooks Kepka. Did you see his Luke, master's dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Brooks Kepka, Luke Donald, Justin Thomas, Kevin Streelman, Jack Nicholas. Well, Jack should he's stay in, inside. He's really old. Well, he should. Yeah. But that's besides the point. All right. I'm done being angry now. Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland. Have they also Jordan said it? Spieth, Here's here's my hot take. Suspend him. Suspend him for being stupid. Wow. To go play in a waste of time charity golf tournament. Bad luck. Yeah. Donate your money yeah. and raise it. Yeah. Because you I'm see not, stories all the I'm time. I'm not like, happy about it. No. And I, I get it. I don't have a I don't have a voice, obviously. I would do anything to play golf, but I wouldn't do it at the risk like I'm waiting because I don't want to risk my own life or anybody else's. Like that's the that's the appropriate thing to do right now. Right here's here. Uh, this is where I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. This this tournament raised twenty thousand dollars. Jordan Spieth and Tony Romo combined are worth a hundred and seventy million dollars. <laughs> Get out of here! Like you could have given them twenty five thousand dollars each just to not have this tournament. Yeah. I mean, the PGA could have been like, how much? Oh, 20? We'll give you 50 grand if you don't have this tournament and don't make everybody look stupid. This is stupid. I'm not happy about it. Suspend those three players. Yeah. And And suspend Tony Romo from any Pro-Am events? Yeah, for the rest of – for the next year. You think people people will boycott Skechers because of this and Under Armour? They might. They might yeah. because you have all these these high high level golfers staying inside, and the PGA Tour is putting it on their website and writing articles about players in quarantine and what yeah. to do in quarantine. And then three of your biggest names, most recognizable names, go out there and, and play this event. Yeah, no. Well, but I don't know. Like this is the other thing I don't understand, and this is totally possible as well. Is like every other sport at the moment is doing e gaming. Like, you know all these guys have simulators or at yeah. least have access to simulators. Yeah. Do a stay-at-home tournament and use all the money you raise on Twitch or YouTube and donate that. You know how much money you'd make then? Yeah. And you're I'm being responsible. And you're being responsible. This was detriment to the league. Get them out of here. 
to the golfers to the associates of America. Suspend them. All right, I'm done. That was my hot take for the week. We appreciate you guys, you guys for listening to us yell. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Um, do we have a read? We have a read this week. Yeah, we do have a read. All right. Well, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna take a short break. Uh, we'll be right back after this read. This is the Swingdom. This week, the Swingdom is brought to you by almond milk, because calling it nut juice would just be inappropriate. Almond milk. Almond milk. It's so nice to be back after that short break. Yeah. Um, got a lot done. We've got, we're going to do Would You Rather, then we've got the Ryder Cup. You guys voted. This week, you'll find out how That's bad right. Gunner beats me or not. Come on, Condoleezza <laughs> Rice. All right. It's so a mystery rather, right now. Yeah. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I had trouble so. this week. Uh, I I'm pulling from the list I made like three weeks ago. Okay. So Ooh, actually, let me hold on. I tried to do that too. You go while I look at my other lists. I think this is a good one this week. Okay. Would you rather have every putt within ten feet go in, or guaranteed fairways and regulations on every hole? Hmm. Fairways and regulation. Mm. Fairways and regulation a million times over. It took something like, oh, that'd be really nice because like every like every so often I three putt from 10 feet. But if I'm like, I'm not even two putting from 10 feet anymore. But if that's like, I'm not a good enough golfer where like I'm everything within 10 feet. If you were like, I'm mm -hmm. one putting from any time, like anytime I'm on the green. But then that changes your would you rather. So I'm not changing your would you rather just to make it a different would you rather. So I'm going to say the fairway just because I lose. I usually lose two golf balls off the tee every round of golf. I would say average between one <laughs> to two. So that's like four. If I'm hitting the fairway, that's four strokes. Like if I had confidence in my driver, I would, I would be a single digit handicap. Right. So, yeah. So I would say that's yeah, just as me. I imagine if you're a better golfer, making turning that 50% from 10 feet or 20% from 10 feet into 100% from 10 feet, that's like that's what makes you a PGA Tour player. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I'm not there. Maybe maybe in a year when I get to a single-digit handy handicap because I'm hitting the fairway all the time, I will go and do that. I will I will change it up. Yeah, and and so I I actually had trouble deciding this, even though I made up the question. <laughs> because okay um because i actually had the same thought as you like like i'm i'm not always within 10 feet of the hole yeah okay but i'm also not always in trouble off the tee but See what I, I am i'm always in trouble off the tee right and i yeah. find a I find a good amount of fairways but what happens is is even if I'm just like slightly off, mm -hmm. so sometimes I'm I'm in trouble with trees. Now yeah. I'm going to have to lean to fairways, mm -hmm. but if I were to make this, and I know this is nitpicking, if I was going to make this within twelve feet, 
Okay. I would probably take the putts. Well, it's your would you rather. So why don't why don't you just start with twelve feet? What are you doing? Well, so ten feet, ten feet. I liked the ten feet because it's a hard enough. Because it's a number. It's, it's a hard enough. Well, it's, it's a hard a enough number distance. between nine and eleven. Right. It's a it's a hard enough <laughs> distance on the putting green. Yeah. To not have full confidence in it. Yeah. But it's also close enough to realistically look at it and say, yeah, I can make that. Where if See, you're like 12 thing to was 15 like, feet out. It, you, yeah, it was like 50, if it was like 20 feet in, uh-huh. I would go with that. Because at that point, I would say, like, because I'm not getting every, like, even if I'm in the fairway every time, I'm not getting green in regulation every time. Right. So even if I'm losing like two balls off the tee, like I'm making up probably six to 10 shots. Because then I'm basically saying, okay, I'm just aiming for like a 20-foot circle around the pin. Right. Because right now it's like if I'm not within five feet, like it's it's very questionable as to whether or not I'll make the putt. <laughs> right. So, and even at five feet, if it's a weird slope, I'm in trouble. But no, I just I'd much rather just have that confidence in my driver than have my confidence than have the like then because I've seen like I would it would gain so much more confidence in my driving versus how much confidence it would gain in my putting. If that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. Yeah. And that's why I said if if I were to have to nitpick it to twelve feet, yeah, then then I would be like, yeah, that's that's a that's an easy enough distance to get inside of, mm-hmm. but it's also really those two extra feet are really like nerve wracking. Yeah, so I'd definitely go with fairways. Okay, what do you okay. got? That's good. I've got so I was I was trying to figure out like because. You sort of do like the personal, like, would you rather have this or that? I sort of, I go for like these big schemes. Right. So like, would you rather play into the masters every year Mm -hmm. and never break, never break par? Okay. Right. Right. Or would you, would you rather win the masters this year and never play golf again? (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to stump you emotionally. <laughs> All right. I got it. Okay. Okay. You can never play golf again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But or Here's what I got. You'll never break par. You'll play in the Masters every year, but very, very rarely will you be in contention. Okay, I got this. (laughs) I'm going to talk myself through this. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to think of, like, who's somebody who does well at the Masters every year? Like, would you rather be Webb Simpson or would you rather be Danny Ouellette? I. Where is Danny Willett now? Danny Willett's probably down the road from me, to be honest. Yeah, he's probably hanging out in quarantine in England. Probably probably just hanging out. Yeah. Um, Okay. I would rather play in the tournament every year and never break par. Yeah. Um, Augusta National is hard enough course 
to where a string of four days with unfavorable conditions can make the winning score over par. It's only happened three times. But did you just hear yourself say it has happened? It's happened three times. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's happened twice. And it ties. So in 2007, Zach Johnson shot Mm -hmm. one over par to win. Now, I'm not saying you're shooting even par. You might not win. You still are playing against Zach Johnson. (laughs) Right. I'm okay with this. In 1966, Jack did it with a score of even par. And in 1954, Sam Snead did it with a score of plus one. Well, that's good company. So that's while great, I would, great company. While I would like to say that having the green jacket and all the all the recognition that comes from that, I I do love to play golf and I would not want to give that up for a jacket. I'm going to play every you year. You still get to go not, every year. Not. You still get to go to the dinners every year. You just never get to play golf. I mean, if I changed it to say, and I don't like doing this. I hate changing would you rather. If I said you can never play in the Masters, like you can never play professional golf again, you can still play golf at your rundown home course. Hands down. But the yeah, never, hands down, the I never, would, the I never playing the golf, jacket. the never playing golf again is what takes you to just playing in the masters and, and not winning. Yep. Yep. Not playing golf again. is the deal breaker. Yeah. That's, I think it's the same for me. Like I would love to, I would love to win a green jacket. It might, you know, it might happen. You never know. You never know. They might be really desperate for somebody to play golf and then everybody else gets the flu like symptoms and they can't play and I win. Stranger things have happened. Yep. Um, yeah, the never playing golf again thing. Like it would be I that was sort of the thing I was like, if I could play golf just like not at a professional level, which I don't do. But if I couldn't even go to like my local like Bubby Tracy Golf Center, nine hole extraordinary course, like a lot of fun. If I just can't go shoot like even at a par 3 course down the road from us in Virginia. Like what's the point in winning? Yeah, you 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 lose the whole reason you wanted to play there in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna make it like play, play at the Masters every year, like, but you have to come in last place. <laughs> I don't care. You're playing Augusta National annually. I'm there. You're playing it four times annually. <laughs> oh yeah, you are. There you go. Is there a cut? Yes. Usually, you usually even par is the cut though. Yeah, I know the cut. I know there's a cut because. Last yeah, year there is. That I, was dumb. I'll edit I, that out. We're not going to put. We're not going to leave that in there. It's one of the dumber things I've said. Because <laughs> there's always there's always like somebody on Friday who's like doing their last walk up eighteen, like Tom Watson yeah. or Ben Crenshaw, or Jack or Gary Player or somebody like that. So I was just yeah. we're just going to just ignore that. Pretend just I cut all that out. Yep. Plus. Plus, plus WGC events are the only ones who don't have cuts. Yeah, just think. You could have, in 2007, you could have won with a score of even. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that was Zach John. That was like the, that was the year the short hitter won because he only hits a 280 in the air instead of 315. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, saying that's where, a, that's the, you're saying I've got that's a shot? That's the year I seriously, yeah. That's the year I seriously considered a center-shafted putter. 
<laughs> have you ever used one of those? Yeah, I'm I like sure you them. have. Yeah. I was say the ones that I find is like the tiger, not the tiger. Oh, edit. Um, the ones that I find the weirdest are the fill one, like where it like it looks like a hockey stick. Oh yeah, where it's where it swoops off the hosel. Yeah, like it's I do, I would have a hard time finding the center of the club on that because it doesn't. I have oh. an old I have an old um an old like Dunlop putter. Yeah. From like the 60s, oh, cool. I think that's um that is that comes off the the yeah the back of the club like that and kind of yeah. swoops into the shaft and yeah. I can't hit that thing to save my life. It's awful. Would you rather have a standalone putter? in your bag or a Kirkland Newport styled putter? Uh, the Kirkland. I'm not a cheater. All right. <laughs> no, I'm not getting that standalone putter. No. What about, what about a, like the chippers? <laughs> the square strike? The square strike. With those simple are, putting action. Those are legal. They are not legal. Yeah, they are. I don't no, know what that not. one is, but chippers are legal. Yeah. Chippers are legal. The square, they're not, they're not, um, socially friendly, it can't be angled on both sides. I think that's what some of them are like righty and left-handed clubs. A two way. Yeah. I have one of yeah. those. Yeah. Those are illegal, but if it's just one way, it's not illegal. I don't use it for the record. I'll I just have up. one. All right. What's now? Oh, what's, are we doing another, uh, we're doing another read. Uh, well, actually, do you want to do you want to end with the Ryder Cup, or do you want to end with what we got going on this week? Let's we do Ryder Cup, then we'll do a read, then we'll go into golf boredom. All right. So our celebrity Ryder Cup results have come in. It's over. We it's have over. a winner. We do have a winner. You voted, uh, and your votes were heard and counted. Yep. So and what we did was, according to the country of origin, we allotted each country of origin a certain amount of points. And depending on who won that country, that amount of points will be given to me. <laughs> that, is, that is the most roundabout way of asking for victory. I was just going to say, it's not a simple democracy. There's no such thing as simple democracy. Very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I, I do want to thank everybody who went out and voted. We had over 100 votes on each one of these things. And I know wow. we put out. Thank you. Yeah, we, we put out 12 polls. Um, so it was really cool to see everybody. That's 1,200 votes. That was a total of 1,200 votes. Yeah. And, and I know that. I, I don't know even know 1,200 people. <laughs> I know it gets tough with um, with flipping through all the polls, and so I really appreciate everybody sticking with all of them, yeah. so we could finish this Ryder Cup up. Yeah. Um, I also so I also need to in. promise that the next time we do a Ryder Cup, which if, if we're this bored, we may do another one this year. I promise <laughs> to pick more English slash European celebrities, Mug Dad, so that you know who they are. That's right. That's because only fair. Mug Dad You're was like, that guy plays American football. And I was just like, yeah, okay, Mug Dad, thanks. Thanks, Mug Dad. Yeah. To all of our European listeners and Austra Australian listeners. We have a listener in and Norway. Hi, Norway listener. 
Hi, Norway. A- anyone who's not in America, I should actually say, <laughs> it's <Wow>. okay. <laughs> it's okay if you don't like American football. I totally understand. As long as you openly root for the Denver Broncos, you don't have to like the sport. Just the greatest team that plays it. So, Just just one of the many teams in American football named after horses. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's get into our our results here. Okay. And and this was was tough. Um, Who was our first match? Our first match was Mark Wahlberg. Versus Justin Timberlake. Oh, Justin Timberlake um, with the bleach blonde hair. With the yeah, with, with the, the perm, old school JT in sync, no strings attached. Yeah, you know how we do it. Which definitely, yeah. <laughs> so, so Instagram went my way, Facebook oh, went your way, yes, and Twitter tied. So we are splitting the points. Oh wow, we're not. You don't, we're not doing just overall. We're doing that's how we're doing it this time. That's how we did it last time. Stop nice. trying to steal points. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I haven't voted yet. Where should I? I should. I'm going to go vote on Instagram real quick. Voting's over, Ben. Oh, all right. Um, so our next pairing was Larry Fitzgerald. Who's that? Versus Will. Uh, he's an American football player. Oh, so many American football players. That's right. Uh, versus Will Smith. Um, it was in my favor on this one. So I won the points. Bagger Vance. Yeah, Bagger which was Vance. Which Will Smith, the picture of Bagger Vance, uh, that was that was a, a low blow, but I ex- I accept it because that almost lost me. I won that one narrowly. Oh wait a second. Um, we didn't what's what was the score from last week? What's this? I have two and a half points. Which yes, means you have, two you and a half have five and a half points. Yes. So now I've got three and you've got seven points. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I I do have the final tally. I have the final tally here for for the points though. Um let's see. The next one was Tony Romo, American football player. Yeah. Um Against Steph Curry, American basketball player. Yes. Um, that was another tie. Okay. We did tie that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, wow, a lot of ties. Our, we did get a lot of ties, actually. That's uh, good. That means Michael, they were close. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, they were. Because I'm winning. I'll win. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan versus Condoleezza Rice. That one, that Um, one, nobody had faith. Nobody had faith in Condoleezza Rice. (laughs) Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, guess what? Nobody had faith in when she takes me to Augusta. I'm not bringing any of you. Wow, I see how it is. Yeah, that's fine. You 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 obviously didn't have faith in Condoleezza Rice. I saw you voted for Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's my guy. What do you want me to do? Just no, even without me voting, even without me voting. What? It wasn't close. It wasn't close. (laughs) I did take the points on that. Good. Good for you. All right. Next, Samuel L. Jackson versus Justin Verlander with Kate Hudson. Kate Upton. Um, Wow. Kate Upton. Yes. We did talk about Kate Hudson last week, but not with Justin Verlander. My bad. 
It's all right. I forgive you. Sorry. Sorry to both Kates. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was I, a hold resounding. On, hold on. They accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> Did they text you? Yeah, yeah. They just texted me. <laughs> uh, that was a resounding win for you. So, yes. I, I, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson didn't. Um, thank didn't you, really Justin, but mostly thank you, Kate, for just being in the picture. Both Kates. Yeah. If somebody wants to eat, like email or, or send us and be like, no, no, no. I like Justin for like, I voted for Justin Verlander. It didn't matter that Kate Upton was in the picture. I would like to see that email. And I would also like to raise you one and call you a liar now. That's right. Is that too aggressive? Uh, no. Okay. The, um, so our next one is, uh, and before I say this, I did kind of, I did kind of cheat the system a little bit. Okay. Uh, with my picture. Automatic loss. Um, Chevy Chase. <laughs> no, you did Bagger Vance. Um, Chevy Chase versus Mike Trout. Wait a uh, second. How did you cheat with Chevy Chase? Um, so I put Chevy Chase's picture of him in Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that may have swayed the votes a little bit. All right. All right. Tiebreaker. <laughs> Just the tiebreaker. This is going to be the tiebreaker. Yeah. What is his character's name in Caddyshack? Oh, it is. Don't you Google it. <laughs> Don't you ask Siri anything. I am Googling it. That's Are you I mean. really? <laughs> it's Ty Webb. Ah, you can have the point. <laughs> I I just I was gonna say Ty Webb on it. Yeah, and I yeah, just sure watched. I just watched it like two weeks. If ago. there's a tie break, I get it. Also, your your card your your golf cart's been revoked. <laughs> All right, that's on me, listeners. Edit this out. All right, you can have that back now. You can have your golf cart back. Thank you. All right, so you have that point now. I well, that's only you. if there's a tie. That's only if there's a tie. No, no, no. You have that because I just looked like a fool. <laughs> But if I got a All point right. for every time you looked like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All no, right. I'm sorry. The next one is Matthew McConaughey versus Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. And, so I, I used a I I used a Wayne Gretzky champion like winning so that people would think, oh, he's a winner. He, I'll give him my vote. I think the other side of that is is that like Matthew McConaughey in a Lincoln ice fishing doesn't really give you a lot of confidence in his golf game. It's not even a very good ice no. fisherman. I'm not going to lie to you. I was really counting on the lady vote on this one. <laughs> this is a golf podcast. Yeah, well, whatever. I was looking for I'm not saying that ladies don't listen. I, every, I, we love everybody who listens to this. I'm not being anything other than I imagine, according to our analytics, it is mostly men who listen to this podcast. So I'm assuming, and according to our Instagram, most, mostly men follow us. So to, to, <laughs> to, to, to put a wager on the women vote, ugh, gunner. Hey, I was, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do what's right, okay? Hey, ladies, you don't care about golf, but you think Matthew McConaughey is sexy, so vote for him. Well, it worked because we tied. (laughs) (laughs) No! No! All right. All right. So, it's a half point. Go back to ice fishing, Matthew McConaughey. 
Yeah. So, so this next one, I can, I'll just give you one guess as to what happened here. Uh, but it was Peyton Manning versus Eli Manning. I had Cooper. Uh, I couldn't find a picture of Cooper. You had Eli Manning. You wanted Cooper to walk around with them. Yeah, he's my co-co-captain. Yeah, it doesn't matter what Cooper Manning's position on your team is. I'm going to give you one guess as to who won this match. Does he wear a Broncos jersey when he's not wearing a Colts jersey? Yes. Is his number the same as how many holes are on a golf course? Yes. You had to think about that, didn't you? You're like, more math. 93% of the vote went his oh. way. So, sorry, Eli. You're second to your brother again. It's All like right. dictator votership numbers. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners clearly know who plays better golf. Hi, dictator. I've won. What 7% of the vote is not voting for a dictator who's going to murder them? Giants fans. Yeah. Sorry, Eli. We can still play right. golf together if you want, though. That's right. All right, so the next one was Jessica Alba versus Celine Dion. Yeah. This was mine, too. And and I, again, for the record, I disagree with the results from this because Celine okay. Dion is really good, but everybody just seems to vote for Jessica Alba. What was the percentage? Uh, I don't have that percentage right here. You, know I just, you want to know what? Mm. I'm going to tell you this right now, Gunner. What my heart can't go on because it's broken. <laughs> All right, my so, broken heart. The next one, I also cheated with the picture on this. What's one. the score? Do we have a score? I mean, is it even worth me continuing to go on? We're gonna finish this up, and I'll tell you the score at the end. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if if you guys, if you if you're already at ten and a half points, Kenny G doesn't even need to go out there. I am exactly at ten and a half points. Oh, Jessica Alba's these. Jessica Alba right now is being carried around on Peyton Manning's shoulders as they celebrate and spray everybody in champagne. Jessica Alba just won me the Ryder Cup. This is fantastic. But we're going. I just want to get that. I should get that tattooed on Jessica Alba. Won you the Ryder Cup? That's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so the the, the next made. three, it's uh, Will Ferrell versus Denzel Washington. Will Ferrell won with his uh, wonderful picture of him in plaid yes. uh, in golf apparel. Golf apparel, yes. Yeah, Will Ferrell stood no chance against Denzel Washington um, okay. in real life. Because Denzel Washington is, is an angry cop. <laughs> Who's not going to vote for Will Ferrell in that outfit, though? Everybody right. did, yeah. I, got, I tried to do so, the whole, like, GQ thing. Yeah. Like, when Justin Thomas work. was, like, the Ralph Lauren model, and everybody was just like, yeah, right, Justin <laughs> Thomas. Um, the next one, actually, uh, I'm going to give props to our listeners um, and our fan base here uh, because they have actually been paying attention to everything we've been saying about most of these celebrities, and it was a huge win for Kenny G against Carson Daly and everybody now understands that Kenny G is a scratch golfer. Yes. <laughs> Good. And the last one, uh, Mr. Tin cup himself, Kevin Costner beat Matt Ryan, even though 
Matt Ryan is a far better player in real life. So another American football star. No, yeah, well, that's why you lost. Yeah. Um, so the final uh, Ryder Cup points, me, Gunner, friendly host, 12 yeah. and a half. Ben, okay. ben your host who's a little bit curmudgeon today. <laughs> a little cranky, a little cranky pants. <laughs> Seven and a half. All so, right. So only lost by five. That's not too okay. bad. That's not too bad. That's I've got a strategy bad. for the next Celebrity Rider Cup. Perfect. We'll announce who the captains are in a few months. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll be fun. That's right. That was the Rider Cup. We're going to take a little bit of a break since um, since we've been talking for a long time. Mm-hmm. Here's Here's a message from another podcast you might want to listen to. If you like listening to the Swingdom and are a bit of a history buff, you should check out History Through a House. It is the history of England through the eyes of a thousand-year-old house. You may have caught a glimpse of it this week when we sneak attacked you when Isadora put it on the Swingdom's feed. Yeah, when it when it automatically downloaded to your phone and you realized you were listening to a bunch of history. Isadora apologizes for that, but not really. So if you want to... Please go and check out History Through a House. You can find it on any podcast platform. It's us talking about our old house and all the history in England throughout the ages. This week, we talked about the Romans. Ooh. Mm. And next week, we're going to talk about the Romans. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to see if I can talk her into doing like a history of golf in England episode. Oh, man. So Call me on that. Let's talk yeah. about it. We might just be like, hey, guess what? Golf is old. What? Yeah, no way. All right. <laughs> now back to the swingdom. How was that? And we're back. <laughs> hey, Gunner, welcome back. So, right, so what, yes. what now Now we get to the part of the podcast that I find most interesting. Mm-hmm. How bored are you without golf? I'm super bored. So last week we talked about uh, what we were going to work on this week. Yeah. Um, and I said I was going to learn how to uh, grind wedges. Uh, it's so hard. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I don't have I don't necessarily have the right tools to do it. I need I need like a, a bench sander. And Are you I using an angle one. grinder? No, I'm using a I'm using a grinding a, t- a bench grinder. But yeah. I, it's I need it wears the wheel out too too fast so i need a sander to to really get down in there um and i have a club that i yeah 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 it's which one yeah all right it's really one of those okay good yeah so i need one of those but i've been i've been practicing it's i get i i know how to do it it's just the execution's a little off right now. So, so when you're away. yeah, when you're doing it, how mm-hmm. do you know? Like, how, are you are you looking at other clubs and trying to imitate their grinds? Are you coming up with your own new grinds? You just grind. Yeah. For so. Fun? Yeah. I so I know what I want to do to the club. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to lay it back a little bit. So I have an old uh, like pitching wedge head yeah. that I've been practicing on. Um, and I'm just trying to change the bounce on it, basically, um, getting into 
tech aspects here, but I'm trying to, I'm, I want, I have a 64 degree wedge that has kind of a jagged heel on it. And you want to lay that back even further? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I have, it has a jagged heel on it, like a, a, an, a, a super angled heel. Yeah. So I, I need to grind the heel off and then I want to change the bounce so I can get it down to maybe a 70 degree if I lay it back. And so that way it's also still flat and I can get up under the ball, but that's, that's my end game right now. I'm just practicing on this old pigeon yeah. wedge because I don't want to ruin my 64. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Um, so I've got two things, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care about the best shots Rory McIlroy hits at Quail Hollow. <laughs> I don't right. care about the best shots in the rain. I don't care about the the best shots by left hand. I don't want to watch anywhere from three minutes to an hour of old golf. Mm-hmm. Unless, it's, unless it's really good golf. Right. But I keep getting these notifications from the PGA and they keep making me, they keep making me very uncomfortable. They're not making me angry. They're not making me angry. I'm not mad about it. Right. Just make me uncomfortable. With the amount that they're putting out? Yeah, like the amount and like what they are. Like they just don't make any sense. They're kind of niche. Yeah, it's like watch Tiger's 2007 Wells Fargo win. Watch a legendary chat. Jack Nicholas, Roger Clemens, Jim Nance. They talk golf, baseball, mm-hmm. and life. It's like, stop. I don't want to. Like I go, I look at the news. I like the news. I don't want to, I don't, I don't just need endless content from you guys. I can make my own endless content at this point. So. Right. It's almost a content dump from them. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it feels like. It feels like they're trying to like, like save the good stuff for once a week and then don't do the bad stuff. I just don't. Right. It seems like they're just doing bad stuff. Or get more like actual commentary, like give us actual news, like tell us what's happening. That would be nice. Yeah. They're keeping like, everything a little hush hush. Yeah, I think they just, because nobody knows what's going on. But the thing is, is nobody comes out and says like, we don't know right. what's going on. They're like, we're thinking June. It's like, well, okay, good. Um, and then, yeah, the next thing I'm doing is I'm making a yardage book. There will be a YouTube video. YouTube should be up this week. Uh, the Swing Zone will be our YouTube page. I'm going to try to make five or six videos mm-hmm. to go up there. One of them, I'm making a yardage book. I was so bored yesterday that I went out to my local golf course. I used my phone as an inclinometer, mm-hmm. put it onto percentages, and every four and a half feet squared, mm-hmm. so about 250 points on the green, I'll put a picture up on Instagram. I now have like the amount of slope on that part of the green. That is such a neat idea. It took me two hours per green. Ooh. Like it took me an, it took me a half hour. Like you can only like this is one of the things I'm realizing is you can only do this if they shut the course down for you or if the course is shut down. Right. Like the only other way I think you'd be able to do it is if you went out and did like you started at like 18 at seven in the morning or five in the morning mm-hmm. and like worked your way back and then did like the front nine starting at like seven o'clock at night. <laughs> Just right. And just hope that you can do one green a day for 20 days. Um, the yardage book itself is coming out really, really well. I did get halfway through it and realized the greens hadn't been mowed since somebody's playing them. 
So a lot of my slopes just might be like <laughs> extra fluffy tufts of grass. <laughs> right. So it might it might have all just been you. Like I got about I did three greens. I was on my fourth green. So I spent about eight hours out there yesterday, and I was just like, this could all be wrong. <laughs> I'm an idiot, and this could all be wrong. Well, it's a really good idea, nonetheless. And I've seen yeah. some of the pictures, and they look really good. Yeah. So it's been fun. It's like it's one of these like weird little pet projects. A lot of people have been sending me advice and stuff like that, and I've I've taken a lot of the advice. Um, I think the the YouTube video is going to surprise a lot of people with how easy it is to actually take your home course, and even if you don't do mm-hmm. greens or slow play, how easy it is to find free software and trace your home course so that you can go out with a yardage mm-hmm. book that you can take. Cause I think that's the hardest thing is like, there's just not a good place for you to take notes on individual holes. And that's the thing that drives me most crazy about all the software that's out there today. Everybody's so willing to have a GPS. And I love that you can have a GPS on your phone. It's great. I'm sure Garmin hates right. it. Um, but it does drive me nuts that like there's not like a you can't do notes. You can't like you can't go out there on a date, you know, you go out onto your home course and say, All right, like if the wind direction's here, aim here. If the wind direction is this, aim, you know what I mean? Right. So you don't have to commit it all to memory. Even though you probably do commit most of it to memory. It's just nice to be able to write it all down in something that looks like the golf hole. Mm-hmm. And plus it makes you feel like a pro. Yes. Like I'm part of this group called uh, TGN. Um, mm-hmm. the tour golf network, it's a challenge tour player named Liam Robinson. Uh, Jamie yeah. Donaldson, who is the head of Aimpoint express Europe and Jamie Greaves, who is a personal trainer in more North. He's a, he's a golf personal trainer who works with Liam a lot. Liam, I'm pretty sure he's made the cut on European tour events. Oh, wow. Like, I know he's broken, like, into the top 2,000, like, top golfers in the world. Wow. And so for pretty cheaply, like, I think it's, like, 10 bucks a month, he has, like, a Facebook page, and he does a whole bunch of chats, and you go do, like, golf days with him when this is all over. Uh, He sent – so, oh, so back to the main point. He sent me pictures of his green book, which I sent to Gunner. And what was the first thing you said? It's cheating. (laughs) It is. It's cheating. And actually, to to piggyback on this... I mean, would you say, like, official rules, like, it's cheating? Because, number one, like, you're not supposed to get any help from anybody else other than your caddy. Like, it's legitimately within the rules of golf cheating. It's within the... It's within the rules. It's it's a gray area, I think. But even even Pat... Or, uh, not Patrick Reed. Brooks Kepka, I believe. I believe it was him. Came out and said... Get rid you of You know, them. when this all starts what well, when this all starts back up, this goes right next right next to fans and and galleries. When this starts back up, no fans are there, people are gonna lose a ton of golf balls because there's yeah. nobody staying around to find them. Yeah. Green books are cheating. They're within the rules, but you know, it really like takes like I like I like yardage books. I think yardage books are within the rules. Yeah. Like it doesn't stop you from having a blind shot. But yeah, I definitely agree that that like the green books with that level of detail. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll post it one is. of them. Maybe I'll ask if I can post one of them. We'll post them. <laughs> we'll post one of theirs and one of mine next to each other, and and we'll just say they're both cheating. But at least like I did all the work myself to cheat. 
That's right. I guess that's not cheating then. Because if I went out there and did all the hard work, that's not cheating. That's just my own information. Well, that's why it's within the rules. Yeah. Well, no, because these guys just, get them. I don't agree guys, with it. These guys get them from the tour. Yeah, but somebody goes out and makes them. And but they're not available to the public. But if it's provided to all the players, I get why it's okay. I'm but just you got, saying the you got amount me the of detail sh- on them. You got me the Shinnecock yardage book. Uh-huh. Right. You couldn't get the Shinnecock green reading pamphlet. No. Like that's they not available pin- to the public. No, they only had the pin sheets. Yeah, but the pin sheets don't like these are like arrows, degrees of slope. I mean, these things are uh-huh. insane. Excuse me. Yeah, these things are insane. All right. So that's how bored I was in golf this week. Um I feel that's like I should right. we should end on a higher note than us being bored. That's right. Here's your higher note. Check us out on the um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the Swingdom. Uh, send us some emails at the Swingdom of Golf com. We have the new website. Mm-hmm. The Swingdom. And we're doing the giveaway. Com. So let's just and now that you've been giveaway. listening for as long as you have mystery box giveaway because we have a thousand followers on Instagram. We will be giving away a mystery box. So make sure you subscribe. Review us on Apple iTunes, and then mm-hmm. send us your name either in a DM or an email with either a screenshot or your username or however that works, and then we will randomly select one of you to win a cool mystery box. And when I say cool mystery box, it will be cool and mysterious. And in a box. Yeah. What do you, what are you thinking? I mean, should we tease the mystery boxes? Um, sure. Here's my tease. It will arrive in the mail. You mm. want to hear mine? Yes. All of the stuff in the box will be golf-related. Mmm. This is good. Or adjacent. Or golf adjacent. <laughs> this It could be used while playing golf could be used near something else that can be used for golf please follow subscribe like uh smash that like button do whatever it is you do on instagram twitter we've got the youtube channel coming up our website is up and running and don't forget to send us emails at the swingdom of golf at gmail.com we will catch you guys next week this has been an episode of the swingdom now you say the swingdom that was perfect the swing, the swing, the swing, the swing, the swing.